Good morning. This is Send7 World News in 7 Minutes. I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Today is Friday the 9th of December 2022. Starting in the Americas today. In Peru, there have been large protests after the removal of President Pedro Castillo On Wednesday, Castillo announced that he was planning to dissolve Parliament and rule without Parliament for some time. In a televised address, he said that this was necessary to establish the rule of law and democracy. However, after this, the police and the army both said that they did not support Castillo's attempt to stop Parliament because it was a break in constitutional order. On Wednesday evening, Peru's parliament voted to remove Castillo as president. Since Castillo became president last year, there were two other votes to remove him as president, but this was the first one which was successful, with almost all of parliament voting to remove him. Vice President Dina Boluarte has become president and could continue for the rest of this term until 2026. Boluarte is Peru's first female president. Castillo has been arrested and is facing charges of conspiracy. Supporters of Castillo have been protesting. United States basketball player Brittany Griner has been traded in a prisoner swap for the Russian weapons dealer Victor Bout. Bout was sentenced to 25 years in prison in the US in 2011 for illegally selling heavy weapons in Africa and the Middle East, giving help to terrorist groups, money laundering and conspiracy to kill US citizens. Griner was found at a Moscow airport with a small amount of cannabis oil, which is legal in the US but illegal in Russia. President Joe Biden said yesterday that she was on a plane home. She's safe. She's on a plane. She's on her way home. After months of being unjustly detained in Russia, held under intolerable circumstances, Brittany will soon be back in the arms of her loved ones, and, uh, and she should have been there all along. Asia. Iran has executed an anti-government protester. Mohsen Shakari, who was 23, was hanged yesterday for blocking a street and injuring a member of Iran's Revolutionary Guard. Human rights groups say that Shakari was tortured, was not given access to a lawyer, and was forced to make a confession. Austria's foreign ministry called the execution inhumane and told Iran to stop all executions related to the protests. Around 20 people have been sentenced to death over the last three months, but this is the first execution known to be carried out. This week, there have been protests and strikes in Iran's capital Tehran and other places, Many businesses closed in protest on Monday and Tuesday, despite some shop owners being told that they could be arrested if they close. Yesterday, there were silent marches in Tehran. 
Japan's lower house of parliament has created a specific law which makes it illegal for religious groups to pressurise people into giving them donations. The law is believed to be targeted at the Unification Church, which has been shown to have connections with the ruling Liberal Democratic Party. The man who shot and killed former Prime Minister Shinzo Abe in July said that he killed Abe because of his link to the church. In India, the ruling BJP party seems to be as popular as it has ever been. Khadija Tahir reports. In India, Prime Minister Narendra Modi's party, the BJP, has won state assembly elections in Gujarat, maintaining the BJP's 27-year control over the state. The Bharatiya Janata Party has ruled Prime Minister Modi's home state of Gujarat since 1995, but yesterday's results gave it an 80% majority in the state, with the BJP winning 156 out of 182 seats. The BJP lost power in northern Himachal Pradesh state last month, but according to experts, their win in Gujarat is a sign of the party's popularity before the 2024 general elections. Africa In South Sudan, over 9,000 people, mostly women and children, have left their homes to escape violence in the Upper Nile district, according to the UN. Reuters news agency reports that the fighting is probably over territory, water and resources. Uganda has said that it has received 1,200 doses of a candidate vaccine for Ebola, which it will use for a clinical trial. Last week, Uganda said that it did not have any more active cases of Ebola after an outbreak started in September. Europe. Russian President Vladimir Putin said yesterday that Russia will continue to target Ukraine's energy infrastructure, saying that it was because of Ukraine's attack on Russia's bridge to the occupied Crimea region and other Ukrainian attacks. Russia has been heavily criticised for targeting civilian infrastructure, including electricity and water infrastructure, as the temperature in Ukraine falls below zero. This week, it will snow in most parts of Ukraine. Putin's spokesman, Dmitry Peskov, also said yesterday that Russia still aims to capture the parts of southern and eastern Ukraine that Russia declared were part of Russia in September. Time magazine has named their person of the year as Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky and the spirit of the Ukrainian people. And Croatia has been accepted to join the Schengen area, People will be able to travel to and from Croatia from all other 26 countries in Schengen without a passport from the 1st of January. That is the same day that Croatia will officially use the euro as its currency, replacing the kuna. That's your world news for this week. 
A big thank you to Francois in France for becoming our newest supporter. If you enjoy Send7 and would like to support us and have access to the transcripts of all episodes, then go to send7.org support. I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Have a great weekend and I will see you on Monday.